This conversation was recorded on February 14th, 2015. This is episode 52 of Biblically Speaking, a conversational question and answer show with two guys from Millard Community Church in Omaha, Nebraska. This episode brought to you by Matthew 7, verses 2 through 5, who would encourage you to keep reading past verse 1. Judge not that you be not judged is not the end of the story. Verses 2 through 5 have a lot to say. So we thank them for sponsoring, and we hope that you give those verses a read. Enjoy the show. You ready for this? I feel like my question today is so hard to phrase. You're throwing up a big meatball today. It's not doctrinally deep or anything. Could be. I don't really know how to ask it. Well, is it personal? No. Oh. Do you need to paint the background first? Well, yeah. And then drop the question in? Yeah. Well, background away. Once upon a time, I get you started. All right. Go ahead. Once upon a time. Okay. Yeah, that's that's it. <laughs> that's I'm it? Done. That's all you're yeah. going to give me? Yeah. What do you want? All right. There was this guy. Yeah. Jacob. Yeah. Jacob, uh, son of uh, Isaac. Jacob, son of Isaac. Also known as Israel. Right. And his brother Esau. Jacob and Esau. Jacob I loved, Esau I hated. Yeah. That's kind of some of that's in here. So Genesis okay. 27 is the backdrop of the question. Genesis 27. We should probably look at it. The hard part is I could probably read this whole chapter as a backdrop, but it's long. Yeah. I don't know if you want me to do that or not. I think there's I like think forty verses it, up in here. I think reading the scriptures probably a good thing to start with here. All right. You may end up with no question when you're done. Well, there's a question. It's one of those hard questions where I don't really know how to say it. It's more like I'm just gonna say like what's up with that. And it may and maybe I just agree with you. That's that's kinda of how was, that might be the best I can state is like what's up with this? All right, so here we are. This is uh Isaac in his old age. So it came to pass that when Isaac was old and his eyes were dim, so that he could not see, he called Esau his eldest son, and said to him, My son, and he said unto him, Behold, here am I. And he said, Behold, now I am old. I know not the day of my death. Now therefore take, I pray thee, thy weapons, thy quiver, and thy bow, and go out to the field, and take me some venison, and make me savory meat such as I love, and bring it to me, that I may eat, that my soul may bless thee before I die. And Rebekah heard when Isaac spake to Esau his son, and Esau went to the field to hunt for venison and to bring it. And Rebekah spake unto Jacob her son, saying, Behold, I heard thy father speak unto Esau thy brother, saying, Bring me venison, and make me savory meat that I may eat, and bless thee before the Lord before my death. Now therefore, my son, obey my voice according to that which I command thee. Go now to the flock, and fetch me from thence two kids of the goats, and I will make them savory meat for thy father, such as he loveth. And thou shalt bring it to thy father, that he may eat, and that he may bless thee before his death. And Jacob said to Rebekah's mother, Behold, Esau my brother is a hairy man, and I'm a smooth man. A smoothie. I'm a smoothie. My father, peradventure, will feel me, and I shall seem to him as a deceiver, and I shall bring a curse upon me, and not a blessing. And his mother said to him, Upon me be thy curse, my son. Only obey my voice, and go fetch me then. 
And he went and fetched and brought them to his mother, and his mother made savory meat such as his father loved. And Rebekah took goodly raiment from her eldest son Esau, which were, were with her in the house, and put them upon Jacob, her younger son. And she put the skins of the kids of the goats upon his hands and upon the smooth of his neck, and she gave the savory meat and the bread which she had prepared into the hand of her son Jacob. And he came unto his father and said, My father, and he said, Here am I. Who art thou, my son? And Jacob said unto his father, I am Esau, thy firstborn. I have done according as thou badest me. Arise, I pray thee, sit and eat of my venison, that thy soul may bless me. Isaac said to his son, How is it that thou hast found it so quickly, my son? And he said, Because the Lord thy God brought it to me. And Isaac said to Jacob, Come near, I pray thee, that I may feel thee, my son, whether thou be my very son Esau or not. And Jacob went near unto Isaac his father, and he felt him, and said, The voice is Jacob's voice, but the hands are the hands of Esau. And he discerned him not, because his hands were hairy, as his brother Esau's hands, so he blessed him. And he said, Art thou my very son Esau? And he said, I am. And he said, Bring it near to me, and I will eat of my son's venison, that my soul may bless thee. And he brought it near to him, and he did eat, and he brought him wine, and he drank. And his father Isaac said to him, Come near now, and kiss me, my son. And he came near, and kissed him, and he smelled the smell of his raiment, and blessed him, and said, See, the smell of my son is as the smell of a field which the Lord has blessed. Therefore God give thee of the dew of heaven, and the fatness of the earth, and plenty of corn and wine. Let people serve thee, and nations bow down to thee. Be Lord over thy brethren, and let thy mother's sons bow down to thee. Cursed be every one that curses thee, and blessed be he that blesses thee. And it came to pass, as soon as Isaac had made an end of blessing Jacob, and Jacob was yet scarce gone out from the presence of Isaac his father, that Esau his brother came in from his hunting. And he also had made savory meat, and brought it into his father, and said to his father, Let my father arise, and eat of his son's venison, that thy soul may bless me. And Isaac his father said to him, Who are you? And he said, I am thy son, thy firstborn Esau. And Isaac trembled very exceedingly and said, Who? Where is he that has taken venison and brought it to me? And I have eaten of all before thou camest and he and have blessed him. Yea, and he shall be blessed. And when Esau heard the words of his father, he cried with a great and exceeding bitter cry and said unto his father, Bless me, even me also, O my father. And he said, Thy brother came with subtlety and has taken away thy blessing. And he said, Is not he rightly named Jacob? For he hath supplanted me these two times. He took away my birthright, and behold, now he hath taken away my blessing. And he said, Hast thou not reserved a blessing for me? And Isaac answered and said unto Esau, Behold, I have made him thy lord, and all his brethren have I given to him for servants, and with corn and wine have I sustained him. And what shall I do now unto thee, my son? And Esau said unto his father, Hast thou but one blessing, my father? Bless me, even me also, O my father. And Esau lifted up his voice and wept. And Isaac his father answered and said unto him, Behold, thy dwelling shall be the fatness of the earth, and of the dew of heaven from above. And by thy sword shalt thou live, and shalt serve thy brother. And it shall come to pass, when thou shalt have the dominion, that thou shalt break his yoke off from off thy neck. And Esau hated Jacob because of the blessing wherewith his father blessed him. And Esau said in his heart, 
The days of mourning for my father are at hand. Then will I slay my brother Jacob. I think we can stop there. Whew. Okay, you want to take over for a minute? Well, Esau hates his brother. Yeah, sure does, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Two times he's gotten... Uh, well, you know, at first, you know, it's funny. Both these things are around a meal, right? Yeah, they are, aren't they? Yeah. Strange how a meal becomes <clears> so important. <laughs> well, it's about Esau's appetites. You know, Esau traded away his inheritance and didn't realize a blessing went with it. That's what actually happened. Rebecca understood the blessing went with the So he was already birthright. This this here he was, was not dispossessed. A supplanting. This was already over with. Yeah. This is the shout. This is the fat lady singing here. The weirdness for me on this story is Isaac. I can't actually Yeah, how does he not know does it all taste like chicken? Yeah. I mean the whole thing Because he's like... eating goat meat and thinking it's deer meat. And he's gonna I mean, you're gonna know your two kids, right? He knows Esau. Well, he's hungry. Jacob. He's old? Is that what you said? And hungry. Yeah. His eyes are dim. He thinks he's going to die. This is a dying man's thing yeah, here. I mean, Why does he think he's going to die? He's not. He doesn't die at this. Guy lives another what? Lives to be 175. He lives another 38 years. Isaac does from this point? Yeah. Wow. He lives to be 175 years old, I think. I think at this point he, I think he thinks he's going to die because Ishmael died at 137, and I know I think about that. I think about the year, how old my father was when he died. You know, I think, well, my brothers have both lived longer than that, but I haven't made it yet. Well, his dad made it to 175, right? Abraham. Yeah, he made it to he made it to 175. Uh, but doesn't Isaac also live to be like 176 years old or something like that? I don't know. I'd have to look that up. Uh, I'm pretty sure he lives quite a while after that. Well, I know he lives quite a while after this. A long time. But you can see where he thinks he might die. Jacob lives long. I'll let you look that you up. keep talking. I'm, I'm going to find pretty it. pretty yeah. sure about it. Because Ishmael lived to be 137. I think, I think uh, Jacob here is Ishmael's age. I mean, uh, Isaac here is... Uh, uh, Isaac age. here is Ishmael's age, and Isaac's going to live to be like 176 years old, maybe. Does he live longer than Abraham? Abraham could have lived longer if he wanted. Yeah, he still had all of his faculties, right? He just didn't want to. Abraham lived as long—I think God let Abraham live as long as he wanted, and he just didn't want to live anymore. So he's full of years. No, I'm fed up with years. Let's see. The days of Isaac were 104 score. 180. 180. So that's in uh, Yeah, Genesis so he's 35. got more, quite a few more years to live than he is at this stage. But I think, see, I think what happened here is he's at Ishmael's age, and Ishmael died, and so he's going like, well, I better make some final arrangements. Today's the day I'm hungry. Call Esau in. I'll make the final deal here with them. Give him his blessing. So you told the whole story here. Yeah. His eyes were dim. He couldn't see. Yeah, I couldn't see. His eyes were dim. He's hungry. He's ready to wrap things up. Yeah, he's. that's what he's doing, even though he's got another 40-some like years to live. Yeah, yeah, he's pulling the trigger a little early, but he can do that. Yeah. It's his choice. Uh, it's not evident that he's aware of the what Esau did. What Jacob did? What Esau did. Oh, you mean the birthright. Yeah. 
it's not obvious here to me that he's aware that Esau was a fornicator, yeah, as Hebrews says, and traded away his birthright. Right, spiritual fornicator in that sense, right? Right. So, you know. Otherwise, he would just said it like, "Hey, you, you traded hey, it dude, away." Hey, dude, you know, you I'm traded your birthright to... away. You didn't value this. What you know? Yeah. But God, God knows what he did, and Rebecca knows what he did, and Jacob knows what he did. Yeah. And Jacob's kind of a mama's boy. You see that? He's a mama's boy. He's afraid of uh, Esau. Mm-hmm. Esau's not afraid of Jacob. That means if they got into a fight, Jacob would get beat up. Pretty sure of that. That seems pretty apparent. You know, he's a smooth man, and yeah. Esau's hairy a hairy guy. You know, Esau's got probably arrow. twice his testosterone. And, yeah. You know, probably roughed him up throughout life, older brother, but, you know, by minutes. And, you know, let's be honest, Jacob, you know, he's a pretty annoying character. You can say that again. Yeah, look at this, you know, and his mom makes this up. That's kind of annoying, too. Wonder what's Esau think of his mom if, if this all comes undone. He finds out, wait a minute, mom. What are you doing helping Jacob like this, you know? He's such a panty waste anyhow. Yeah. And then she'd say, well, somebody had to stick up for him because don't you remember you sold your birthright to him for a bowl of stew? Now you're, you know, bowl. I used to say a bowl of chili, but I looked into that. That was lentils. There was no meat in it. Vegetable stew then, huh? Yeah. Even worse. Even worse, you know, no meat. <laughs> Get some venison up in there. But, you know, and, and Esau, I'm going to die. You know, what good is my birthright to me? And he he really, you know, he didn't value it. Really didn't value it at all. Couldn't pass up one meal. He values it now, right? Apparently values it now. Maybe values it because Jacob values it. Yeah, maybe he values it because he can't have it. Yeah, he gets no blessing, and he's got to be his brother's servant. It's time to pay the piper, and he's not happy about his earlier decision. And now he seeks in his father's, uh, as we learn from the book of Hebrews, he he seeks a change of mind from his father, but doesn't get it, Yeah, though he seeks it with tears. Yeah, which a lot of people think that repentance is like he sought his own repentance and didn't get it, but that doesn't make any sense. No. He He changed his mind. He wanted it. He's got repentance. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's Isaac that didn't repent. Correct. Which makes way more sense. Yes. But what's Isaac's, like... It's just weird that like the way this happens is like deception. You've got to believe Romans eight to really come to terms with this. That God causes all things to work together for the good to them that love Him or are called according to so His like, purpose. So like, you know, because you cannot say this is a good thing. His, I, I, do, do not tell me it is a good thing for a woman to deceive her husband in favor of her children. Yeah, I don't want to live that life. Right. Yeah, I would not tolerate this. If I learned about it in my home, that yeah. my wife is deceiving me in favor of one child over the other, I think I'd get in her face about that. How about you? Yeah, I think so. You know, your wife, Rachel, comes to you and is manipulating you to favor Levi over Wesley. Yeah. Would you Would you tolerate that in your home? No. It's just not right, is it? Unless I was old and dim and hungry. <laughs> Well, obviously, when you're old, and I mean, this is a lesson to us aging men that, uh, you know, you still could be surrounded by deceivers, including your wife and kids. So if you want to have a jaundiced view of old age, here it is. Yeah, that's a real... uh... 
And I and as you know, of course, as widely heard as we are, we're blowing up on Facebook. By the way, blow it up. Yeah, we're blowing up. We had like seventeen likes. That's double digits. That's a big deal. In one week, huge. Organic too. None of that. Should I should I spot in here, people? Go like the page. Don't just like the broadcast. Yeah. Should I say that? Nah, I'm not gonna say that. Yeah. Your mother. I don't know if your mother if she likes every. Broadcast. She told me she 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 clicks like if you get to talk a lot. Your mom keeps reminding me to let you talk more. <laughs> my mother would for sure do this as long as the other party wasn't one of my brothers. Ah, but if it was one of my brothers, yeah, I don't think I don't think so. But here, Rebecca actually this is quite a plan. She's favoring Jacob over oh, Esau. For sure. Of course, now the background they're they're not happy with Esau either. One of them. Yeah, because he's gone off and married a... Daughter's a hat. Yep. Yeah, he's got two obnoxious wives mm-hmm. that he's brought into the family that are a pain to them all the time, a grief to them. Mm-hmm. So here's Esau grieving the family, and Rebecca's thinking probably like, how can you treat him like a firstborn when he he doesn't even act like a member of our family? And even though we can maybe believe that Isaac didn't know what he for one thing, we get a look at this guy, Jacob, and he told his mom because he tells his mom everything. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm making that up kind of, but it just seems like it here, doesn't it? There's a little condominium working against Esau. Yeah. And his mom's in on it. Yeah, she's taking sides. Yeah. Interestingly, by the way, Esau hates his brother over this, but doesn't hate his mom. So he must kind of understand what his mom did. I mean, he's got the full guilt of having done what he did. He did trade his birthright away for a bowl of stew. Yeah. So probably profit stew, lentil, because he calls it this red stuff. Profit stew? Yeah, made out of lentils. What's the significance of that? Uh, I mean, that's what prophets eat. Well, because, you know, that's what prophets eat. They get vegetables, too. Mm. Modest eating. Yeah. Not Certainly not what certainly not what Isaac's headed for here. I mean, Isaac's after, you know. It's a nice meal. A nice meal, and he gets one. Gets two. <laughs> well, he does get two, actually. Although, like the, my, one of my questions is here is, this, you know, does this savory meat all taste like chicken? Because how does he not? He's been eating this for his whole life. He's got to know the difference. But his wife knows how to cook it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I mean, if I was eating. I've had some good goat. Yeah. I've never had really good deer. You know, I eat deer sausage. Almost anything jerky, though. I could. Yeah, can yeah. eat jerky, but still, deer meat. Mm. He actually asked for the deer meat, right? He did. He loves his venison, but apparently loves his goat. Or does he? Does he know? I mean, it's. He's got two kids. It's too pathetic to think that. Well, because he responds to Esau, he trembles with anger. That's the only verse that makes me think that he actually doesn't know is the trembling, because when he comes, when he's like, "Come closely," yeah, he doesn't know that. You think he knows this is Jacob? I don't know. That's what my question kind of is. It's like, well, well, he says the voice, you know, the voices of Jacob, but he he's he does say, like "Come closer." Esau. I mean, he's inspecting his son, which is strange. So he's suspicious, at least. Right when he's like, we well, think here. he's inspecting him or just putting his hands on him. In their moment, I guess. 
Yeah, a tender moment in which Jacob lies straight to his father's face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And could this accomplish the will of God? What? But that's the point. Is that a oh, doubt? come on now. We get way more evil at the crucifixion of the Lord Jesus. Yeah, everybody's but those are God's evil. enemies, right? Jacob is the, is chosen. Everybody's evil in the crucifixion. There's no good to any of them. Yeah. And they do exactly what God... God's will is done, you know, yeah, I, all things work together for the good to them that love God, who are called according to his purpose. The fact is, okay, we can talk about Jacob loving God. God loved Jacob, hated Esau. God does not like Esau. A lot of people have trouble with that. Yeah. That's a fact. I mean, you know, everybody walks around saying that the gospel is that God loves you, and that's not really the whole gospel there, that God loves you. God loves you not personally. God actually hates you personally, but he loves the whole world in general and died for everybody, including your sorry self. I tell people that. that that's the gospel. Look, God is angry with you every day. God is angry with you every day. And the minimum requirement, I mean, God has a requirement that you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, if you don't love the Lord Jesus Christ, you're cursed, according to scriptures. Mm-hmm. So... You know, and then God is angry with the wicked every day. Wrath of God abides in your life. You know, you don't believe in Jesus. Yes, God loves you, but not not in that personal way that you might think. God loves you in a general principled way. Can't stand you otherwise. Angry with you. Hated Esau. Say, well, that says, that means he didn't like him. No, it means he hated him. This is not the way that uh, Esau hates Jacob, where he wants to kill him. God is displeased with Esau. And Esau wants to please his father without pleasing God first. So that ain't going to work for him. Even though their sympathies is, I mean, look, father, son, right? The father loves the son. That's right. it. There's no question that Isaac loves Esau. But there is question, does God love Esau? No, he doesn't. Not in the context. Mm-hmm. So Esau absolutely refuses uh, the love of God. And goes about a dishonoring life, and then expects at the end to get rewarded with the blessing he already cashiered for the sake of a single meal. A single meal. Not much. Yeah, I mean, he threw the whole thing away on a bowl of lentil soup, Hmm. which I probably tasted good at the time. But if you really want to know, you know, you can go buy lentil soup. I think the point of this story is in part to show that doesn't mean all things are good. There are some words in here that make it seem like Isaac doesn't know. I mean, it says it. I don't think he knows because when did, he I finds mean, out. Verse 22, he's definitely inspecting, though. When he says, uh, he felt him and said the voice of Jacob's voice, but the hands are the hands of Esau. Yeah, verse 21, come near, I pray thee, that I may feel thee, my son, whether you be my very son Esau yeah, or not. Yeah, that's suspicious, right? Yeah. Who art thou, my son? I'm Esau. He said, come here. You go up into verse 18. Yeah. He came to his father and said, my father. And he said, here am I. Who art thou, my son? And he says, I'm Jan Jacob. Isaac says, wait a minute, the way that I came out, came out kind of high pitch, or he says, I'm Esau. Right. 
and, and, and maybe Isaac goes, you know, that started out kind of high-pitched and ended up down here where Esau talks. Come closer here so I might tell that you are Esau. And that, see, his wife had prepared Jacob for that very test. Right. And, I mean, it says clearly he discerned it not in verse 23. Yeah, God must have had his eyes or something withheld because here's the other thing. How does he not tell that goat hair on a kid is the same as Esau? I mean, this, the whole thing is so ridiculous that I, that's why I think Isaac's got to just be turning the blind eye because perhaps he knows that it should go to Jacob. Oh, you think Isaac— that's, what I'm saying. that's why it's a question. I don't know. That's, says, I like, think that's silly. Just... He knows what happened with the birthright, and this is his way of doing it, of, of allowing this thing. Because if you just look at the evidence, I'm sorry, but if you've touched a goat, you can tell that's not a dude's arm, right? Like, you know goat hair versus arm hair. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Isaac. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why. Maybe she, maybe she trimmed it up, and, you know, I mean, maybe Rebecca's very clever with this. It's really hard for me to believe this, like, that he doesn't know. But it says right there, he discerned him not. So I guess I just got to take that part of face value. And it also says later that he trembled. Yes. And those you have all things... the evidence to believe that he did not know, and yet you're wondering, did he know? He did not know. <laughs> well, it's like, come on, man. I mean, I, I'm sure he felt very stupid. In fact, he probably could have said here when he started shaking, "Yeah, I knew it. He probably could have said, you know, I mean, maybe he could have said, I actually thought it was Jacob, but I figure, you know, that hair deal and. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure I didn't think your mother would be in on it like that. I knew Jacob couldn't make the food. I knew he didn't know how to cook venison. Right. Now yeah, that I, mean, I think about it, it did taste a little bit like chicken. <laughs> I'm sure it all clicked in at the moment. She put the hot sauce in there just like on the venison. I couldn't yeah. tell. But it's, now the aftertaste actually is goat. It's like the end of the sixth sense, you know, when that, when all of a sudden you well, find out. Well, when the news comes, he sense. trembled exceedingly. He did. And he asked the rhetorical question, where's he that taken venison and brought to me? I've eaten it all. Where is he? He knew who it was. Oh, sure. By then. Yep. He just found out there. And now Esau finally has that moment of bitter regret. Yeah, but, you know, he doesn't hold on to it. And he, and he tells he Esau, he goes... No King's X here. I meant it. He could have. He could have King's X'd out. I think he could have said, "No, yeah. you know, a, a blessing based on total deceit." Yeah, King's X. Right. That's the other thing that makes me think that maybe he was just you know along for the ride. Because what what stopped him from being like, "Well, okay, so that let's was put ridiculous. him in the disposition that you suggest." Okay. Now he knows that Jacob uh, deceived him. Deceived him. Yeah. But now he has a decision to make. Do I care? And now he thinks about it. He goes, well, you know, he's been kind of a, Rebecca did this. Maybe he knew that God wanted him to bless. That's what I was saying earlier. Instead. But he was willfully not going to do that. Mm. That's I'm throwing that in. Maybe. To where maybe, maybe he wanted to. Bless Esau in place of Jacob, even though he knew he heard that Esau traded in his birthright. Yeah. God wouldn't let him do that. And Esau jumps in and goes, Is, isn't he rightly named? Is that, uh, 
Oh, it's Esau saying it because he says he has supplanted me. Oh, these yeah, two supplanted times. me. That's right. For he has supplanted me these two times. So it is conversation about the previous time. Yeah, which maybe. And, and you don't see Isaac saying, yeah, that's twice now. Or he did what? Yeah, what are you talking about two times? He doesn't say that. And then here's the the clincher to me is kind of a resignation. Isaac answered, Son of Esau, be all that made him thy Lord, and all his brethren have I given to him for servants, and with corn and wine have I sustained him. And what shall I do now unto thee, my son? And he says, Behold, thy dwelling shall be in the fatness of the earth and of the dew of heaven from above. And by thy sword shall thou live, and shall serve thy brother, and it shall come to... Now he's prophesying. It shall come to pass that when thou shalt have the dominion that thou wilt break his yoke from off thy neck. And, of course, at the time of the Lord Jesus, that's true. Because Herod, the Edomite yeah. from Esau, not a king as appointed by God. Yeah. Makes me wonder, now that I hadn't even realized that this was not actually the end of his life, um, like if he gets his sight back or anything, like if this is just like a thing God did. Otherwise, he's going to be blind for like the last, you know, 40 years of his life or 30 years of his life. Can happen. Yeah, it can, for sure. I mean, he's 137 years old. I will never know what that feels like. No. I'm not even half of that, and my eyes are dimming. Uh, different times. Not that different. Yeah, I mean, his dad was 175 and had his sight. He lives to 180, so different times, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to hit 130. He's, he hits 180. Yeah. Like, can you imagine being blind back then? It's probably way more difficult. So a lot's going on with Rebecca here about Esau that doesn't appear to be going on here with Isaac. That's well, realistic. Know, sometimes, huh? Sometimes, uh, you know, a man will think a thing and a woman will say a thing. Sometimes. Sometimes a woman is greatly impacted by behavior of her children that a man isn't really impacted by. And sometimes vice versa. Mm. But she's not being overly mommy to Esau. Maybe maybe Esau, maybe it's Isaac that's being indulgent to Esau, tolerating his consistent evil doing. Because, I mean, evil doer, you know, at one point, Rebecca says to him here, I'm weary to my life. You know, the, the daughter, the, the, the women that, that Esau has, I'd rather die than be around him. But she's around him. Yeah. And Isaac goes along with that, too. Yeah, maybe Isaac hadn't judged Esau correctly until this time. Yeah, but he knows. So after he gets fooled and blesses Jacob, he's trying to deliver the goods to Esau, but God doesn't, you know, we find out that God hates Esau and loves Jacob, and so it goes the way God wants instead of the way Isaac wants. And the Spirit, you know, God does overrule the flesh in so many ways. Isaac here represents the way of the flesh. And and Rebecca here represents the way of the Spirit. And she's moving along according to the prophetic, cast of Jacob's life, which was at his birth, where he grabbed his brother's heel and was the name Jacob, the supplanter. Yeah. So, I mean, this guy's living a prophetic life, and Rebecca gets it. 
and Isaac's living a prophetic life, but he, in this particular case, he's uh, trying to do the traditional thing and inherit his firstborn like he should and finds out that, you know, the only way to do this is to fool him. The only way to, you know, do the right thing is to fool him, do the wrong the only thing, the wrong thing. The only the only way the Life right thing happens is that wrong things happen. <laughs> Life lesson: the only way to do a right thing is to do a wrong thing. No, but well, sometimes <laughs> the only way a right thing happens is wrong things happen, and that's very difficult. By the way, that's very difficult for Christians to believe, especially when you're in the soup of it. Yeah, when you're in the middle of all kinds of wrongdoing, it's hard to realize that ah, all this wrongdoing is also supposed to end up with God's will. I mean, on the one hand, you should be happy that God's will will be done. On the other hand, you go, that kind of sucks the way it is done. Because it's not being done on earth as it is in heaven. It's being done, you know, on earth as it's being done on earth. And and heaven's will is being done a different way. It's like Joseph said to his brothers, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for yeah, good. Yeah, Joseph gets it totally, but, we, you know, we have a different, a, a very different character in Joseph yeah. than we do in Isaac. Well, Isaac's mad, and then he's okay with it both. And then when and then when when Rebecca says, "I'm weary of the daughters of Heth," Isaac calls Jacob and said, "Don't you dare do what your brother did. Don't you dare take a wife from the daughters of Canaan." And you wonder, did he say that to? He must have said that to Esau, right? You'd think so. Yeah, and then Esau probably didn't even ask. Just I mean, that brought was the these big, nasty women, huh? That was the big deal with Abraham and Isaac, right? Where he sent Eliezer to get Isaac. Back. Yeah, don't you dare, you know, whatever you do, you know, don't take my son back there. Yeah. So, but with uh, Esau, he just shows up, you know, with these two wives, two of them. And they're disgusting to Rebecca. Nasty. Hose of Canaan. So, yeah, I guess I'm going to say that uh, Isaac stands corrected here. That's what happens to Isaac. He gets corrected by God and knows it. 